The Veil Podcast, written by Mildura Living Magazine. Autumn issue out now. And it is well and truly autumn, very close to winter. But the rain means that Donnie's off the farm. How are you? Good, Jade. How are you? It's so nice to have you back. It's good to be back. It's been a long time between drinks. It has. Uh, you've started to quieten down a little bit, I'm guessing. Yeah, we haven't yeah, really no. got much of a choice. <laughs> well, yeah, probably half a day yesterday we didn't work. Or not, not probably, we didn't. Mm. And then today again, we are just about ready to start. Then we got those misty, showery rains and just stopped Which it all. Which is again. the most annoying kind of rain. Like it's that actually mis- the worst oh. rain. So. Just annoying. And so, yeah, I think I've got about seven days. It might take 14 days. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, Luke's got about seven days left of almond harvest, which yep. might take a month at this point. The only good thing about when the almonds aren't working, we've got plenty of workers. Well, but this is the thing. He's lost, in the last two weeks, he's lost 10 of his workers all in one yep. day because they had other work in Line other up. parts of the country. Yep, yep. No, same as us. We've got... Uh, seasonal workers are coming for picking and then they off to Coffs Harbour for blueberries and yeah. stuff like that and up north to do pruning on the vines up there and yeah so it's um oh it's been a tough year but we're getting there sh- pretty oh. slow at the moment so. yeah well it is slow and it can't be helped I guess but mm. um but the wheat cockies be loving the rain yeah I suppose mm. they're mostly out sowing at the moment yeah yeah they are they'll be all getting in and I think it's meant to be a pretty wet winter by the sounds mm. of it so they might. Mm. Might grow some yeah, no, good crops this year. Well, they might. and the, Well, hopefully the prices are where they should be for them. We should get Aid Curran in at some point. Oh, he's flat out sowing at the moment. Yeah, well, I know that. But mm. after sowing. Pete Aitman, maybe we'll get him in as well. He's flat out sowing as well. And I know this because I play netball with Jane. But wouldn't they just have a smile on their face when they're sowing? Pete's always got a smile on his face. Yeah, yeah, true. I true. saw him at, um, geez, he's doing a good job with the tennis club. I mm. saw him, I went down to the Easter tournament on Easter oh, Sunday. Yeah. Yep. And the courts look amazing, but they've got all these plans to do um, st- some strategic planning stuff for yep. hard courts and all sorts of stuff. Oh, so good, good. It's rocking and rolling down there. I should get a set of lights put up or something to have some night tennis. Well, yes, potentially. But when, tennis season is always played at, you know, daylight savings. Mm, so true. they can we play. Can, might be able to play it through the winter. Ill. Slippery hardcore. Well, yeah, maybe you should join the tennis community too. (laughs) Now, hang on, before we go any further, people are going to think I'm rude. What's that? Congratulations on the Don Falvo Best and Fairest Award. (laughs) (laughs) That's. I have never seen you lost for words. Yeah, no, it was pretty of a surprise, I suppose. Um, You suppose? I suppose. Yeah, no, look. I look. The good thing about it, and I'm probably still speechless to be honest, is that um. When I'm dead and buried and gone, that award's still there. So mm. my kids and grandkids will be able to get up and present it on behalf of our family, and um, that's what I'm most proud of. Mm. You know, not any achievements or whatever. Yeah, they're good as well, but just something for my kids and grandkids to look back on and have a bit of a leg- legacy at the footy club. Yeah, so. it's a pretty good legacy to leave. Yeah, yeah, no, it is. I. Yeah, I'm pretty stoked to be honest. Yeah, but, um, yeah, really. Grateful. It's okay to be stoked. It's <laughs> okay to be stoked. You kind of feel, I can tell by your mannerisms, you kind of a little bit. You don't want to. I don't want to talk about it half the time when people. Yeah, you know, went to Footy Saturday and people congratulate me. I yeah, just sometimes I just think I'm not worthy of those awards. You oh know? rubbish, Donny! How many best and fairest did you win? It doesn't. doesn't yes, it matter. does. It, I'm asking you a question as a. <laughs> Podcast host asking you a question. How many did you win? Twelve. Twelve. Well, there you go. Please. Yeah, but that's okay. Um, I didn't play to win uh, premierships. I went. Uh, sorry, um, best of first. I want to win premierships. So I had twelve premierships. That'd be much better for me. How personally. many premierships did you win? Only three. Oh, did you? Out of twelve appearances, so oh. I've lost nine out of twelve. So you know, it's. Mm. 
Um, and that's just in the Sinaraja League. Then I went out to Millua League and mm. lost two in a row. <laughs> so, you know, it's um, pretty shit. Maybe that's karma that you shouldn't have gone in the first place. <laughs> yeah, probably. But, um, yeah, no, nah, look. And and you know what else? To your credit, I know that you were chased by a number of other country clubs and in the AFL as well. You had your chance yeah. to, to go and play league footy. But you had plenty of opportunity and knocked back an incredible amount of money. And I know how much you were offered back in the day. It doesn't yeah. sound like a lot now, oh, but now back in the day. Yeah. Well, that's exactly right. And yeah. I remember writing these things that my old man would come to you with <laughs> yeah. because he didn't know how to work a computer at the time. <laughs> and me looking at these numbers going, you're going to pay someone that much mm. to play football. But then if I had gone for the money, I wouldn't have that award either. Well, no, th- this is true. But what I'm saying is, it's not just about your, it's not just about the twelve premiership. Uh, sorry, yeah. the twelve best and fairest or the three premierships. It's about the loyalty, yeah, and the the legacy of your family at the club. Because, yep, yeah. yeah. no, and, and that's spot on. I um, yeah, I always entertained the idea of going somewhere, but I never did. And it wasn't yeah, the money. I, I would have played for nothing. Yeah, mm. like, it's just you get a bit of a money, bit of money bonus. It's, it's just fine. But um, ah, look. Yeah, I don't know. Just talk about something else. My point is, it is okay to be proud. Yeah, it's okay to be bloody proud of yourself. So well done, Donnie. Thank you, Jay. (laughs) You're welcome. As you say, credit where credit's due. So good on you. Um, Speaking of, you're coaching under fourteen. Yep, we had a good win on the weekend. (laughs) Oh, we did. (laughs) Most of the juniors did. Yeah, sixteens had a good win, and uh, eighteens. The reserves let us down for a couple point loss, but um, the fitness level was pretty ordinary there. Yeah, but that's reserves for you. And the seniors had a great, great game. They were five goals down at um, just before half time. Come home and won. So. Mm. Tell you what, they're looking all right, the yeah, seniors. They actually yeah. are. And I thought I'd said to Luke uh, in the morning, because I was there to umpire the 9 o'clock game, which in hindsight was probably a bit silly, um, but he said, what time? Will you be home straight after netball? And I went, you know what? I'll wait and see what the football looks yeah. like. If we're looking okay, then I'm going to stick around. Yep. And, yeah, I got over there just before half time. I thought, yep. oh, God, we're yeah. five goals down. This is – I'll give it ten minutes. Ten minutes yep. into the third quarter. If we're still getting smashed, then I'll head off. Jeez, I'm glad I stuck around because yep. – there was some really good performances in that last half. Yeah, look, these new recruits look okay. Mm. Um, yeah, obviously they they can play footy. Like, yeah. You can just see the way they work together and that they can play footy. Yeah. So, and the local boys handle themselves really well too. Yeah. Plus, there's a lot of players still to come back in that side. Is yeah. there? Well, you got Ethan Gill. He's worth two players. Oh yeah. Then you got Jake Kelvert, you got mm. Leon Johnson who played the reserves in the weekend. He did. Joey and Matteo. felt his age, he says. <laughs> Joey Matteo is still coming back from injury. Yeah. Um, who else was there? Oh, jeez, there's a couple more. Mm. That, uh, another, another, the other Marriott from mm. Melbourne. Mm-hmm. So there's about five or six to come back. So. Yeah, right. How do you feel about – because I've heard a few people, and they won't say it direct to me because I have a yeah. – I'm not backwards and coming forwards about my opinions on footy clubs recruiting players yeah. – how do you feel about it? Uh, the 10 recruits? Yeah. How- oh, nine recruits, whatever it is. Yeah. Oh, look, all I'll say is that if they're winning and these recruits are playing well, it's all good. But as mm. soon as if we lose a few games and they're not pulling their weight, then there's going to be questions asked. But mm. look, I don't know. It's just sign of the times really, isn't it? You know, like if the local boys really want to play senior footy, they'd get down there and bust their guts to get in. So. Raph Bulzomi. Yeah, 100%. Perfect example. Played a great game on the yeah. weekend too. Yep. Um, yeah, and then you've got Ricardo, James. They're all 
they're all busting their guts mm. and playing good footy too. So. And James is vice captain. Yeah. So good on him. Yeah, you know, and I heard about it. <laughs> yeah, oh, I bet you did. <laughs> Jimmy's um, one of my where, favourites. Where, I love that where kid. Where were you last night? No netball training for the Council no, of Benham? No, no, there wasn't. I no. There was netball training. There was netball training, but I – and I let the Facebook group know. Yeah. Um, you missed a good session. Yeah, apparently. Mm. And I was, I was actually busting to get back. I didn't know you were going to take it. <laughs> but I was busting to get back because during May, every Thursday night is – going to be taken up yeah, okay. and I had expected because Tuesdays is council days yep. for me yep. and I was busting to get out because I have to be gone from council by four o'clock so I can get home pick up Parker and be back by yep. six o'clock um, and we didn't get out until after yeah. five o'clock so no, yeah. it was a good session just I don't know the netball seems to be at a crossroads at the minute I reckon mm. it's just like how many out of say all the netballers mm. how many count don't count the juniors mm. how many players would there be but, should be at least 30. 30, okay. Yeah, well, 30, we want, I mean, to for four sides, to field a side, there's at least 28. Yeah. Then most would have two on the Sub, bench. So yeah. we're looking at mid to high 40s. How many were at training? Eight. Eight? Mm. <gasps> wow. In, in the St. Mary's Basketball Centre, so no excuse about the weather yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Um, okay, well, now I understand what, because there was a message again about and we talk about this all the time communication mm. communication and the B grade girls are really good at it yep. and I think I actually that, had a good win on the weekend and I think it shows, I was going to say it shows on the court we're mm. a tight group we yep. communicate well with each other I think some of that or most of that comes yep. with maturity 100% we've all been around a long time um, we know what's important we're all emotionally intelligent I know that yep. sounds like a bit yeah, of a wank yeah, no, but no. it plays a big part um and we all – there was four or five of us that we knew couldn't get there and we all said – I think if you're all a busy mum, mm. got a job as well, mm. obviously you've got other commitments outside of being a mum and your job. Mm. That's understandable. But I think what really lets the coaches down is uh, the girls that actually got not many commitments mm-hmm. that can get the training and do probably – more training than anybody else. Yep. That, that, that's the thing. They're the ones that we've got to get the improvement out of in the netball. But this is the thing, Donnie. I always say moving bodies keep moving and still bodies stay still. Get lazy. Yeah. And though the the ones that are not – that don't do a huge amount, don't have a huge amount of commitments, yep. you know, um, they're often the ones that – Let you down. Yeah. Unfortunately. That's the thing. It's yeah. the harsh reality, but yeah. After all the – Work from the footy club and the council to get them facilities for the netballers, mm-hmm. which are probably the best or one of the best in country Victoria. Mm. Yeah, you, you got no excuses. Grass there today too. And I will say, so we were supposed to have the um, – and you're right, we haven't got – there are no excuses, especially mm. if you haven't got a lot of other things going on in your life. Yeah. Um, we understand things happen, but again, communication. Anyway, um, so the grass has been laid – Today, yep, that was brought up, and I've been in trouble for mentioning names before, so I won't yep. do it. But there are two blokes within council, and we all know who they are, yep. have brought up a load of turf today to lay because we were supposed to have the grand opening of the courts and the change rooms this yep. weekend. It's not going to happen now um, because Ann Webster can't get here until okay. the fourteenth of May, so it'll be against yep. Redcliffs. But anyway, the two blokes that came up and laid that turf—that's not their job. That's right. Like, there's mm. been relationships established within council and within the footy club, the netball association that are really positive to yep. the point where these guys who's – it's so far above and beyond what their job description is, they came here and laid the turf themselves. Yep. So it looks 
beautiful. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, a little bit of, you know, respect and gratitude, I think, would go a long way. And if that starts with just rocking and up to And a bit training, of giving, not always taking. Correct. You know, that's that's a big thing. Yeah, what can you do to make the place a better place? Just leave people and places better than you found them. Exactly, 100%. That was my motto as a coach. Mm. Leave doesn't matter about your win-loss ratio. Leave the place in a better situation than when you got it in. That's right. And if you've done that, you've done your job. That's exactly right. Um, are you enjoying coaching the 14th? Love it. Yeah. Yeah, love it. Yeah, yep. good. Yep. How's Samuel going? Actually, yeah, not too bad. He played a good game on the weekend. Did he? He's, um, this is the first time a lot of these kids have played as a top-age player because obviously COVID, us being short on juniors, they've played above themselves the last two or three years. Mm. This year there's a handful of these boys, Samuel's one of them, that are actually playing in their right age group. Oh. And, they're, and they're the older kid. Yeah, yeah. And um, you could see the difference on the weekend. These boys were a bit more smarter with their ball use and all yeah. that kind of stuff. They're a bit more confident being the top eight, top Yeah, age. definitely. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's it. You could see that the younger boys took a bit to get used to it. Mm. But once they once they did, there's a couple of little rippers there. So, oh, that's good. Yeah. It's good for so, them. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll go all right. Oh, look, I think the 14s and 16s will do well. Mm. 18s, well, 18s were really good on the weekend, but the opposition weren't much yeah. chop. But um, but still, that must be pretty – I was talking to Nick Nealand afterwards, yeah. and he was saying it was actually pretty boring. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. you don't get much out of those But they'll have games. a big challenge this week. Orimple. So yeah. Big, big challenge. Or oh, every grade will have a challenge because Orimple's pretty strong. So. Yeah. Seniors will oh, – look, the seniors can do a good job this week. They'll, mm. they'll get a lot of confidence for the rest of the year. Yeah. So. Um, I'm out taking photos for the paper again. And we are actually, while we're on it, we're looking for a writer to do, mm. to cover the Robinvale home games. Yeah. Now, Louis Bulzomi did it last year and he's working for SEN now. Yeah. So yeah. he can't be doing it. It'd be great to have someone cover the netball as well. But I'd love to do it, but I'm contracted to Hot FM now. Are you? I've done the commentary on the weekend for Hot FM. Oh. I mean, actually, it was great to sit along Bill Saw. Yeah. Yeah, first time. He's actually leaving the district and going to Tasmania soon. So. To Tasmania? His kids live there. Yeah, right. So he's moving close to his kids and um, it was great. I, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Oh, good. Mm. Excellent. Um, yeah, no, but we are looking for a writer. Uh, well, the Sunny Daily, sorry, is looking mm. for, a, for a writer to do a write-up um, the following day. Mm. Anyway, I'll still be floating around taking photos. You might as well just do the write-up. Oh, I haven't got time, Donny. Honestly, I get one day off a week, which is Sundays. Yep. And I, in that day, I need to do all of my groceries, all of my wash all the clothes, fold all mum. the clothes, be all be the mum. Yeah. yeah. So I just don't have time, or I would much prefer not to have my head stuck in a laptop. Yeah, true. Let's put it that way. Um, what else has been happening? Oh, geez. you sick of the election talk yet? Actually, no, I don't even actually haven't engaged in it. Actually, at all. Has, I actually don't care. No, um. I, all I know was Elbow was out, out bloody with COVID or something for a week, wasn't he? Oh, that was a while ago. Is any uh, you reckon that um, Anthony Albanese in relation to Charlie oh, Albanese? You know what? I have thought about this. Actually, we need to talk about <laughs> your mate Charlie. Is he still away? No, he's home. He rang me last night, and you know what Charlie's like. He has a gift at ringing you at the most inappropriate course, times yep. as a parent. Yep. Because Charlie's got no idea what it means. <laughs> so he'll ring me at eight o'clock when I'm trying to get the kids to bed, or yep. he'll ring me at six thirty when I'm trying to feed the kids, or yep. whatever, and then go, "Oh, can't you talk? Why not? <laughs> oh, what a dog you are!" I'm like, "Hang on a minute." Mate, we've got kids. So anyway, he rings me at 8 o'clock last night and I spoke to him for about 15, 20 minutes. He's back now. Did you – and I didn't really have to ask him too much about his trip because we all witnessed it on play out on Facebook and <laughs> Snapchat. Yeah. Um, but we can give him a grilling. I did actually ask him to come in today, but he's not in town until next fr- – oh, yeah, next Friday or this Friday or whenever. Still not back at work. 
mind He's you. He's got the good job, hasn't he? Yeah. yeah. But he did go to Coachella, mm. which as a, you know, I've been there, done music festivals at 42. <laughs> I could think of nothing worse. <laughs> like unless we're going there with subdued kind of music where we can Hang have on. a conversation. Charlie's got to be older than 42. Charlie's older than 42. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're saying you're oh. – I couldn't do it now. Yeah. Oh, oh, God, music – no, unless I can go there and have some chai lattes and do some <laughs> recipe swaps or and some knitting or some classes. Or, I'm not interested. And sleep halfway And so it. long as we're done by yeah. 9 o'clock so I can go to bed. 100%. Like, I don't want to go yeah. and uh, party for nine days. 100%. No, yeah. there's just no way. But apparently he had a good time and he had a good time in Brooklyn and uh, – um, there was a young lady that he was getting around. I did see that, yeah. 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 So I asked the question while I was on the phone to him last night, yeah. who's this? <laughs> he didn't really give too much away, but I got the impression that, uh, mm. well, he said that she's an old friend that he trekked around Columbia with okay. years ago. Yep. Uh, apparently does some reporting on Bloomberg. <laughs> <laughs> and when asked the question if uh, – she was just friends or more than friends. Yeah. He didn't deny – well, he didn't confirm or deny. Kept, so um, Kept the doors open, didn't he? Yeah. yeah, well, he didn't shut me down. So mm, That's good. That's good. He did shut me down, though, because I brought up that um, – because he's, he's coming next week when I know Ali Cupper is in town doing a roads road consultation. Yeah, you didn't say that. Yep. Um, but on the same day, I am on the closing panel for the Growing Smarter in the Mallee Innovation yep. Summit, which will be a really good summit. Like, if, if people are interested, Go to the Innovation Centre website. It's on the 5th and 6th of May and I get to be on the closing panel, which is quite um, – So what are you closing? The the whole summit. So after oh. there's been, you know, two days of guest speaking, it's it will be a panel discussion yep. about what we've learnt and what – where to now. Yep. Like yep. We've, we've talked about all these things. How do we put some stuff in motion? Yep. So it'll be really good. But um, he did say to me, he goes, why on earth would they have you speaking at an agricultural seminar? You don't know about agriculture and you don't know about being smarter. (laughs) Well, great to have you back, Charlie. Thanks very much. (laughs) Good old Chaz, eh? Yeah, good old Chaz. So maybe, hopefully, we might be able to have him back in the next, have the three of us. Back, back in. in the same room. Mm. That would be interesting. Kids back at school this week. Yeah. Yeah, which is good. Mm. What year is Samuel in? Um, you're right. Is he? Mm. Okay. Yep. Is, is Emma year 12? Yep, VCE, yeah. yep. Excellent. She's doing VCAL, isn't she? Yeah. Still? Yeah. Yep. Where is she doing that? What do you mean? Oh, she was because she was doing VCAL with Marion. Nah, she's doing at school, St Mary's School at the moment. Oh, that's right. I yeah. knew she'd changed mm. over. Yeah, right. Yeah, she's okay. doing that, enjoying that. That's good. Um, and Mills is, was she grade five or six, somewhere along she there? loving netball? Loves it. Yeah. She, she looks best, like she does. She was best on. I know. Oh, she was best on. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, she oh, – I didn't get across there because I was helping coach under 16s. But, mm. um, yeah, she's enjoying that, um, which is good. She's probably going to be the more sporty one out of the whole lot. I was going to say, so. I, she is your athlete. Mm, no, she and goes she's actually right. really good. Mm, yeah. And uh, she told me about it all week. So, which is good. Then she was captain. She told me. So, oh, was she? Yeah. Do they rotate? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I thought still they still rotate. Yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah. Oh, that's all right. Yeah, no, you which is good. Mm. Um, but apart from that, been stuck in vines. Have you? Mm. Not really paying attention to the outside world. Not really. Don't mm. really care at the moment about the outside world. No, that's need strange. to go on a holiday. That's what I need. Yeah. Just Have you got one booked? Um, I don't know. I left it up to the missus. <laughs> You've probably got one booked. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. No, well, she knows I need a holiday. When I tell her that I don't mind if we go to Tasmania and I don't want to go to Tasmania. Wow. But I don't mind to go there. But, um, 
Yeah, wherever. Could go to Tully Buck and spend a weekend. I wouldn't care. <laughs> well, you'd want to do it quickly because they're about to close the bridge. Really? So you really are disengaged what with things, are not the bridge? Well, it's got to be maintained. So they're closing the bridge. So how are you going to get across? Correct. This is the thing that um, I had Coxie actually call me a couple of weeks ago. I had no idea about it yeah. until he called me and said, they're going to close this bridge. I'm like, what? What do you mean they're going to close the bridge? Yeah. Um, to do regular maintenance and whatever, but they haven't gone, they haven't communicated with anyone, they haven't done the the consultation. Yep. They've just had these, um, the so agencies. So who's shutting it? It is the yeah. New South Wales agency own all the bridge okay. bridges. Um, is it? Uh, it's not. Is it Roads and Transport New South Wales? I always get confused with the New South Wales agencies because they change. Might be Department of Transport News. Anyway, yep. New South Wales do. Uh, so they've got to get a ferry across. Well, you can either go to the Naya Bridge or go to the Speewell <laughs> Punt or come to Robinvale. Oh. So for transport, it will be Robinvale. Won't affect me. <laughs> no. I <I'll> <laughs> Well, not unless you really wanted to go to Tullyback for a holiday. No, no, no. I'll just stop at Manang. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what though, Manang, and I was supposed to go there tonight. That the campsite that they have there, or the the rest stop or whatever, has always got people in it. Oh yeah, always. Yeah. yeah. How good was Easter for Rumbal? It was oh pretty God. good, wasn't it? It was so good. There was Busy. people, and you know what? I walked down the street. I actually might have been after the ski race. The ski ski race was brilliant yeah, as well. Yeah. But walking down the street on a Saturday night, and there is people everywhere. Mm. You just but like, even the um, I don't know if it was your idea who done it, but um, the. Festival thing they had, yeah, yeah, Easter Saturday night, yeah, yeah, really good. That's, that was yeah. just Smythe and Julianne that started that. That and, was great. And now we have, um, I can't remember what they're calling them, but the Robinvale Euston Events Management Association. Ooh, it's yeah, a bit professional. <laughs> I know, but this is the thing: if you don't get other people from all everyone talking to one another, yep. then things overlap and you're stepping on toes. At least if you have an association where you've got someone from Rotary, someone from Reba, someone from yep. whoever it might be, yeah, yep. bring them all together. Yep. Um, and they did a great job. So Brett McLaughlin is on that that committee. Yep. Um, Sergeant McLaughlin, I was going to say, you wouldn't even know. <laughs> we had Longie in here last week, who's a senior sergeant at okay. the police station here. <laughs> so, I don't know. Well, I'm <laughs> not in the Jesus. habit of getting locked up and meeting the cops. No, I know, but as a community leader, Donnie, well, you I'm should make it. I'm not a community it. leader. Well, you are. Whether no, you like it or not, you are. I'm just a blocky. Yeah, I'm just a blocky. Well, okay, just a all blocky, right. Mate. That's mm, all I have. Anyway, so. anyway so. has been football. That's about it. So. <laughs> has been <laughs> I'm a better cricketer than a footballer mm. now. <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> Clearly, team of the year. That's exactly have we spoken right. about no, that? I don't think we have spoken Jeez, about that. It has been a while, hasn't oh, it? Yeah, yeah no. It was, wow, yeah. that is impressive. <laughs> impressive. That was a shock too. I couldn't believe that one. So. Do you think that, and I brought this up with my husband, do you think when people <laughs> just see the name Donny Falvo on a team list, they go, oh, well, he's going to be part of the team <laughs> of the century. <laughs> I, like, not to knock your cricket ability, because there's a little bit there, but I swear to God, people see your name on a team. Do you know what actually oh, shocked me? That the Reckless Cricket Association had a team of the year. Well, yeah. Sure. I don't know. I didn't realise they did that either. Tommy Lister deserved that he, he was our best batsman all year, yeah. no doubt. Um, but, yeah, I like this. <laughs> I was getting all these messages, oh, you made the team of the year. I was like, what the hell are they talking about? Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then we swung one of my nephews sent sent the bloody thing through on the on the Snapchat or something. It was like, I was like, oh, I know. But and then anyway. old John Neal offended me. He rings me up. <laughs> <laughs> he offended you. This is no word of a lie. 
<laughs> he rings me up and congratulate me and he obviously wanted to put a spill in the paper or whatever. He said, oh, don't want to offend you nothing, but I was pretty shocked that you got it. <laughs> Thanks, John. How much do you know about cricket? <laughs> hey, John was there a few times during the year. Wow. That he I was like, you know, sticky interview where you want now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I don't want to offend you either, but I'm a realist. Like, surely they just seen hey, your name. I was the best wicket keeper in the comp. What do you want about? No, yeah, okay. well, I would have taken 20 catches for the year. Okay, all right, all right. Hey, you're not but gonna, I you still can knock think... my fully ability, but my cricket? Nah. No, 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 I'm not. No, With I'm not... a finger like that, I can still catch a ball. I reckon I'm good. Right. And I, that finger's got bloody worse nah, it's, since cricket season. It's gone. How many bad. times did you knock that? <laughs> oh, it's disgusting. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's really bad. Yeah, yeah. Do you think there ever might come a time when you go, oh, that's actually. No, I'm actually supposed to get it cut off this winter. Cut off? Mm. What do you mean cut off? I'm going to cut it just below the knuckle. <laughs> what? No, serious. You are joking. No, I'm 100% serious. No, you're not. I've got I've done, got the doctor's referral to go and see the surgeon. Are you serious? A, a sports med in Adelaide, yes. I'm serious. Can, can they not just straighten it? It's been operated too many times <gasps> already. So they're going to cut it off? I have decided I'm going to cut <gasps> it, do a Daniel Chick and cut it. <laughs> Little stuff. That's what I'm going to do. And then I'm going to keep the finger and put it in right next to my bedside table. Are you joking? I'm 100% serious. Donnie! Jade, it is a pain. It gets me, it just, it's annoying. I can't even <laughs> shake someone's hand anymore. It's that bad. Is it painful? It is. Oh my God, sorry, I that's, can't take this seriously. That's, that's. Oh just, my God, I don't want to see it. Like, this is, can we, I'm going to take a, that can be our, no. <laughs> that can be the trailer photo for Have this. Have a look week. at that while you're eating dinner tonight. Oh, no. it's disgusting and it's got worse. No, it I, has. It has. It's definitely worse. I can't even use a shifter or spanner while I'm working because it's just, uh, I can't hold it. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that was the only that. decent foot injury I got. Oh, so. God. Well, you're lucky, I guess, mm. aren't you? Mm. So, uh, really, who needs a little finger? Oh, God. So, you're having it done? That, yeah, definitely. As soon as I get some time, <laughs> finish picking, I'm going to Sportsman Adelaide. I'm going to get it cut off. I, That's it. I'll bring it in to show you once I've done it. No, once it's off, I never want to see that finger again. Ever. I want to give it to me dog to chew on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. So. Stop it. All anyway, right. Um, yeah, no. Oh, I was really chaffed. I chaffed. I was really <laughs> chaffed. Well, there's, there's chaffed. powder for that. Chaffed. <laughs> I was really chuffed about making the team of the year. Yeah, well, good for you. That would go right Which up one? There. I was going to say, and you seem pretty proud of that. I'm more pr- no, I'm I was going to say, you're no, more proud no, of that no. than having the best and fairest no, medal named after you. No, 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 no. That's but, a big deal. That's a big deal. And you know what? Speaking of big deals, and you can take the piss out of me for this if you want, but I was asked to be guest speaker at Anzac Day this year. And that oh, to yeah. me. How did that all go? It went well. Mm. But for someone that does a lot of public speaking and never really thinks twice about it, just, yeah. you know, run through a few notes. Yep. Okay, cool. In we go. Yep. I deliberated over this for weeks. Why? Because it's a big deal to me. Anzac Day is mm. a big deal. Like oh, it's a big thing for everybody. Yeah. Mm. You know, my great-grandfather was a World War One veteran. Yep. Pa was in Darwin when it was bombed. Yeah. You know, Anzac Day is a big deal. And I said to when Brian Hendrick asked me first, I went, oh, gosh, do you really think that's appropriate? And he goes, absolutely yeah. it is. Weeks, weeks and weeks. And then on literally on Saturday it must have been, I, I had read through the speech again, couldn't get through it without crying. Yeah. I had to read it like poor old Luke. He was sick of hearing that. Add bits in and take bits. Anyway, so it all went well. But I think. But all reports I heard it was pretty good speech. Yeah, I'm actually going to play it. I'm going to record mm. it um, and play it probably next. Um, 
because yeah. I was pretty – I published it on, on Facebook. But, um, yeah, I had a, a lot of people, even a bloke from Torquay, come up to me after going, that was so good. Mm. And I'm like, oh, great, thanks. But um, it's good to get that recognition, isn't it? Like, I think it's good. Yeah, and this is my point. I think it's – like, it's okay to be proud of things that you're doing or you have done. Oh. It's okay. Like, oh, it's oh, – yeah. Look, I am I am proud and yeah. I'm happy, but I just don't want I don't want people sick of hearing about me. No, that's no, the whole no. thing. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that, yeah and yeah, I know this comes down to and you and would that's see what it. I said to Marion because obviously she's putting something in tomorrow's paper. Oh, you'll have a rap. You'll yeah, have a four page like, rap, Marianne, Donnie. I, I don't. I, I don't want people. People just say, "Oh, here we go again," you know. And but I, is I don't it, want that. Is it from your point of view? Is it? Are you scared of the tall poppy syndrome that 100%. we know exists? Why are you scared of that? 100%. What people think of you, Donnie, is none of your business. Yeah, I know, but I yeah, I know, I know what you're saying, but it's 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 just I, it's, it's pretty it's pretty bad, Romba. When you and that's another time to talk about, but um, yeah, look, just move on, <laughs> just move on. So. I just think that you should be bloody proud of yourself and mm. proud of uh, that. Oh, I just it's look, now the Don Felvo oh, medal. I'm proud because my kids are proud. That's yeah. the only reason. Yeah, yeah. My kids are stoked. Little Amelia said to me, Dad, I am so proud of you when oh, we got home that night. And stop it. That was, more, oh. that, that was more fitting than getting a medal. So she said, Dad, oh, I'm so proud <gasps> of you. Dad. Oh, now I'm getting tears. And then I – because the other two wouldn't say it to me, but she did and – that was more prouder than getting up there and getting the, the award. Oh, God, me, so. I have got tears. Mills but, yeah. is such a gorgeous kid. All yeah. your kids are gorgeous but, kids. But, um, yeah, but yeah, it was – actually, get back on the Anzac. I think the footy clubs are having the Anzacs in on Thursday night. So, oh, yeah. fantastic. So um, they're going to have the, a meal and stuff like that. Yeah. Probably Brian will talk about the, the um, and Anzac. I won't be there. Mm. Mm. So, right. Actually, the Just Thursday fine. night meals were good last week. Yeah, yeah really good. Really I, lo- I yeah. live for Thursday night meals. Mm. Although really we good. trained for a l- we trained until really late, so I missed out on the scallop potato. <laughs> I wasn't happy, especially when I saw Sarah Lamartina sitting in the kitchen eating it out of the tray, <laughs> <laughs> and I missed out. But she um, trained well last night. She Sarah Lamartina is mm. a jet. Mm. Like she tries, and so is Gab. <laughs> She's a Gab and Meg. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. just they just want to get in and have a crack. And Which is um, good. there's good. a trivia night coming up yeah, too. Yeah, 14th of May. Yeah, I think there's something happening this week too. There is. Um, yes, afterwards. it's a f- shaving the head. Yeah, uh, it's a fundraiser for Cosy. Yeah, Cosy Anko, who's um, going through a battle at the moment with mm. cancer. Um, Few of his mates are going to shave their heads and um, raise money for him, or raise money for cancer cure. Mm. So, um, which is great, you know. I think yeah. that's great, and I think Cosy's going okay. Um, oh, good. I think he gets his last dose of chemo this week, and he's going to try to play footy this year. Oh wow! Well, which is fantastic. What kind of cancer was it, Donny? Do you uh, know? It started uh, as testis, test, test, test. What are they called? Testicular. Yeah, that's the one. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Lance then, Armstrong. Um, yeah. Mm. And some um, travel trulies and lymph nodes. Oh and stuff no! Like that. Yeah. So, um, but they've. They're pretty positive. They're going yeah. to be okay. So, oh well, that's 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 okay if they're yeah. positive. Then, mm. so that's good. He wants to get back and play footy. So, um, good, that's great. Then everyone should hang around on Saturday night for a meal and um, and a yep. bit of a fundraiser. Yep, definitely, yeah. definitely. Excellent. All right. Well, I will uh, read my speech mm. next, and we will talk to you again in a couple of weeks. Yep. No worries. Thanks, Jade. This year I was humbled, honoured and extremely grateful to be asked to be the guest speaker at Anzac Day services in both Euston and Robinvale. This was an incredibly big deal for me. I've got an amazing amount of respect for our servicemen and women, both past and present, so it was a really big deal. 
A few people have thanked me for sharing my story and come up to me after the event to tell me how much they appreciated my speech, so here it is for you now. As the great-granddaughter of a World War I veteran and granddaughter of a World War II veteran, I'm grateful and humbled to be here this morning on a day that I hold most sacred, and I sincerely thank you for the opportunity. My great-grandfather, Private Percy Pitt Gallette, Service Number 5022 of the 21st Australian Infantry Battalion, served on the Western Front in World War I. During 1918, the 21st Battalion was in the thick of the action, which stopped and then reversed the Germans' last-ditch spring offensive, then the subsequent Allied push toward the Hindenburg Line. Percy was lightly gassed near Villers Bretonneux in late July, early August 1918, when the Germans bombarded the area with gas shells. The gas shells were continually breaking the communication lines with battalion headquarters, necessitating Percy and other signallers to go out and mend them during the bombardment itself. Percy was also gassed at Mont St Quentin on the 1st of September 1918, where a heavy pocket of tear gas settled in the lowest part of the quarry, near where the A Company headquarters had been established. The gas, which probably came from the Allied side, left Percy violently sick and vomiting, but again, he remained on duty, despite the difficulty in doing so. Grandad Purse was one of 14 children, one of which, Arthur, originally settled on Crete Road in Robinvale, and many of you may remember Arthur and Joy, or Des from 32B, or even Lisa, Wesley and Sally. After the war, Percy settled on his 749-acre property at Kenley, where he grew wheat and later established a store. The Mallee, however, proved to be tough country for most of the soldier settlers, and Percy's health was not good, something he attributed to the gassings he received during the war. Grandad Purse surrendered his farm by 1936 and later became a beekeeper in Swan Hill. Grandad Purse passed away in 1958, Age 65, and evidently spoke very little of his time in combat. This is part of the recommendation for a military medal as per the Australian War Memorial. During the operations against Montbaran on the 5th of October 1918, this soldier displayed great courage and daring. He was the first to volunteer for any enterprise of dangerous character. On arrival at the objective, he supervised the digging in of his section. Assistance being required urgently, Private Gallette set out to bring aid and moved over open country under close machine gun fire. He delivered an important message to his company commander and whilst returning gathered a party together to attend to the wounded. Having seen that all casualties in his vicinity had been disposed of, he again set out to obtain liaison with the flanks. By his daring, he thus established communications between all parts of his company and was able to deliver messages of extreme importance. At all times, he was under heavy enemy fire of all descriptions. This is from the citation of Lieutenant Charles William Stewart. During the advance on the 5th of October, Lieutenant Charles William Stewart led his platoon with great dash and ability. When opposition was encountered from an enemy machine gun post, he attacked this post and he repeated this performance on six occasions successfully. On gaining his objection, he went forward with a party and dispersed another machine gun crew. Known to be with him were Sergeant Robert Niblett, Lance Corporal Ernest Bolger, Private Stanley Cochran 
and Private Percy Gallette. At about 11am, Percy Gallette was helping Stuart in consolidating their posts when a shell burst amid their position. Lieutenant Stewart was wounded in the thigh and arm, Private Bolger was hit in the chest, abdomen and hip, and Private Cochrane sustained mortal wounds. Percy Gallette went to their aid. When possible, he offered to get help. He moved down over open ground under heavy machine gun fire. He delivered messages to his company commander, Lieutenant Hardwick, and gathered a party together, including Private Harrington, to go to the aid of the wounded. Cochrane, Bolger and Stewart were taken from the front line by Percy Gillette and his party and were taken to the regimental aid post, then by 5th Fielder Ambulance to a casualty clearance station. Stanley Cochrane died there. Lieutenant Stewart survived and was awarded the Military Cross, while Private Gillette was awarded a Military Medal for their actions at Montbaran. Grandad Purse was 24 at the time. I've never seen combat. I've never been to war. The closest thing I've been to doing something like my granddad purse is running out onto a football field to apply a Band-Aid or fix a cramp or deliver water. However, I'm able to enjoy that because of my great-grandfather and those who served alongside him. I'm grateful every single day for granddad purse, his comrades and allies, what he did and what our servicemen and women have and continue to do in service of our country. I believe that now it's my duty and yours, at the very least, to keep telling these stories. To keep bringing our children to Anzac Day services so they understand that the free and privileged lives that they lead now did not come to them for free. In fact, the cost was inconceivably great. We must talk about the war and what we've learned from it. We must keep the legacy of those who fought for us alive. When we say, lest we forget... It should not be something we just say, but something we sincerely practice, making sure that we never forget it. I can't remember a time in my life where there was worldwide peace, but I also can't remember a time when those battles came close to our shores, unlike my maternal grandfather who was in Darwin serving in World War II when it was bombed on the 19th of February 1942. That was the final example of other countries attempting to take our freedom, our way of life, much like what we see happening in the Northern Hemisphere now, for nothing more than money, resources and power. It's because of our service personnel, our Anzacs, that fought for the tomorrow of their own children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren and generations to come who protected our sovereignty so that we can sleep safe and well tonight. And whilst you're snuggled up warmly in your bed, spare a thought for our men and women who are still dotted all around the world today, keeping us safe. It's because of our Anzacs all those years ago who fought for our true freedoms, not the ones that we gripe about in all manner of petty ways today. The freedom of democracy. The freedom to vote for whomever you wish to without the worry of serious retribution. The freedom to earn a living and raise a family in any manner you see fit. The freedom to live in peace, without the sounds of shells in the distance and the pang of anxiety at every echo, wondering if you and your family will survive the week. Democracy. It's something that we should never take for granted.
It's something that should never be mocked by scribbling on your voting form or not rocking up on election day. People have died for you to have that right. My granddad Purse fought for that. Our cousin Jason fights for it still. And the only thing you have to worry about is paying your respects and giving thanks not just on Anzac Day, but every day. You live under the freedom of the Australian sun. At the going down of the sun, and in the morning, we will remember them, lest we forget.